What's up, Raw Talks TV? I'm your host, Lenore, and here is where the people connect to the story. What's up, you guys? Um, Thank you guys so much for everyone who listens to my podcast. Um, I try to talk about a variety of topics that everybody can relate to. So because I'm just a person that tries to be a little well-rounded and just try to, you know, be at be able to communicate to everybody at some level, some point. I love to connect with people. So we are in season four, episode six. What? Episode six. I'm excited about this episode, but also burdened at the same time because how I came about this particular um, sharing of a story is very unique. So This particular podcast is called Dead on Arrival. One decision can change your life forever. And of course, I didn't come up with the title Dead on Arrival, but it was a catchy slogan that I heard while um, even getting the idea for this podcast. So there'll be a level of transparency, a level of um, empathy, compassion for this demographic of people. It may not be you. Um, that actually are a, a, um, let's say a product of this particular topic, but you know, someone who knows someone who knows someone. So please share, um, this podcast and get it out to everybody. So dead on arrival is basically a topic that I want to discuss about opioids. I think that's how you say it. Opioid drugs. Um, and just like the facts about it how to access it, resources for it, and things like that. So if you guys don't know, I'm a teacher. Um, I've been teaching for, it'll be a one of my first school year um, in May. I would have completed it. So I'm excited about that. But we have to do these PDs, which are professional development. And anybody that work in a nine to five or work in a, a space full of people, there's always professional development. Some are useful and some are just a waste of, a waste of time. However, this particular, um, um, I want to say, what is the module that we had to listen to? I really didn't want to listen to it. It was like early in the morning. We had a day off and I was like, okay, let me listen to this. And like as soon as I was listening to just the effects of drugs and how accessible it, it was, like literally in the first five minutes of the video, like... My heart was so burdened. I start crying, you know, and I know when stuff like that happened to me, I know it's the burden of the Lord. And y'all know me. I'm a real hardcore Jesus lover and I incorporate God in everything that I do. But I think what's so special about my relationship with God is I can feel him. You know, and I just don't know. It's, it's a different type of feeling, like a sharing of love, a sharing of the cares, a sharing of things that break God's heart. So I don't take that lightly. So when I was listening to the video, like I literally started crying, y'all, like boohoo tears. I had to pause the video. So some of the things that I learned, I'll go through what I learned and, you know, share my input as I go. So an op- a opioid is um, is a substance that acts as an opioid receptor to produce morphine-like effects, primarily used for pain and anesthesia. So these drugs are used for the medical field. However, we do know that things that are used 
in the medical field for a particular reason reasons by experts does get in the hands of natural citizens right we're not gonna ignore that um but let's go into effect and this kind of blew my mind it says in 2022 the dea sees more than 50.6 million pills laced with fentanyl so i'm just like how in the world are we getting access to all these things like why is our country the only country that has access to drugs and guns two deadly things in our nation that wipes out the whole population you know and i feel like these things are intentional but let's move forward into what the things that i've learned and i hope that you know you guys are learning as well um Cause we just can't be illiterate around here you know what i mean like we have to use wisdom we have to use knowledge and we have to be constantly learning about what affects us our family our friends because people deal with things in secret you know and from 2020 we should all be more alert and vigilant about our surroundings and the people that surround us and the things that they're going through i mean at least that's what i learned even more Okay, facts about the drugs. An opioid, it's such a weird word, um, is a drug that is more expensive than the drug heroin. So a lot of people result to heroin because it's cheaper and it's more accessible, right? The opioids have to be, like I said, administered by a medical physician, right? But we know that those things get slipped up through the wayside. And it causes a level of addiction. So even if you've been exposed to it and you can't get your hands back on it because it was a limited, you know, amount of, it was a limited resource for you. If you got addicted to it and the strength of it and had made you feel, then you're going to result to the next best thing that you can afford, which is nine times out of 10 heroin. So it says the drug is normally prescribed by a doctor for elders 50 or older with acute pain um with acute pain and then they get addicted and that was so crazy to me because i have a lot of family members who take a lot of pills because of sicknesses and illnesses and some of them are in their 40s right but also in their 30s and just think of you taking these pain medicines and pain medicines and like you think that that's the thing that's fueling your body but it's actually tearing your body apart and we'll talk more about that in a little bit about how like taking so much so much drugs and so much suppressing pills and things like that you is really doing more damage to your body than it is helping your body okay um and they also prescribe it with to youth with bodily injury like a broken arm or you know a broken ACL like just to kind of help with the pain or different surgeries that young people have to go through and what I did like about this video is they said that doctors um are reluctant to provide youth with pills because they know the effects of them and they don't want them to get addicted early on you know but then I was thinking like they should still be cautious even if they elderly you don't want anybody to begin addicted to drugs because you could ultimately die from it you know um exactly dead on arrival the title of this podcast um and then it says um Oh, another thing that I want to mention is like, even if a parent or aunts or whatever, guardians, whoever you are, if you deal with youth or minors, um, just monitor the pills. Don't think that, oh, well, they're responsible. They can take it on their own because you could take a one or two more pill and your, your kid can be out of here. 
or, you know, not take the right dosage or, you know, anything can think they forgot they took it and they already took one. So just monitor those pills and be able to administer them appropriately and use wisdom and pay attention to the effects of the drugs on your family member and or loved one because the body could be rejecting it for a reason. And we'll get more into that later in the podcast. Okay, it says um, another fact about the drug. It says when binding to the pain pathways, this is when you take it. Opioids provide relief. However, when binding to the reward pathways, opioids cause euphoria and releases a key neurotransmitter known as dopamine. Dopamine signals the neurons, which is the brain um, or nerve cells of the body to create a pleasurable feeling or high. So I literally was supposed to post this podcast or record this podcast before the 22nd of April because I found about this a couple weeks ago, but I just didn't have time to sit here and do it. But when I did read about this, you know, and I was learning about this, um, I was like, this is freaking crazy. And um, because I was trying to make the April 22nd deadline, y'all, to be able to, you know, tell y'all where y'all can go and things like this to help with or whatever. But the facts are still the facts. The resources are still the resources. But if y'all hear me turning my papers because I took the notes, okay? I want to make sure that y'all got this. Um, it what, what really blew my mind is the effect of the drugs on your mental state, right? Everybody is always trying to get that level of high, that level of, let's, let, you know, let me numb the pain. People always say that. But what if you're trying to just numb the pain, but you numb it forever because, because of you took the drug, now you're dead, right? There's no such thing as numbing pain. The ultimate goal to a healthy lifestyle is to address the issue and work through it, right? Not necessarily numb it because when you numb it, it's still there. You know what I mean? So I'm not really a fan of numbing the pain like, oh, let me drink this away. Let me sex this away. Let me drug this away. Let me drive this away. Because even in like open roads, you can have suicidal thoughts and lose your mind. You know, I always be like, find community, be honest, you know, say that you need help and then let's work through it. That's always the better way than saying, let me numb it. Because you numb in it every day. Every day when you get out of work or whatever, you, you know, popping a bottle, smoking some weed that could be laced with this synthetic drug, which brings me to my next point. Synthetic opioids sustain substances that are synthesized. Is that the word? Yeah. Synthesized in the laboratory and that act on the same targets in the brain as a natural opioid which the examples are morphine or coding to produce a pain relief. So here's a level of transparency. My grandma, you know, when you get old and you finna pass away and you're on hospice and stuff, or you just in the hospital and you like your family member, if you see somebody who's like, they deem a vegetable, they like be giving them morphine in their body. But then after you induce the morphine, they die. How in the heck is that helping you? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, let's be smart about this. Let's be real smart. If you have a loved one or anybody that's on hospice or in the ICU and you want them to get better, the one thing you shouldn't be giving them is morphine. Yes, it relieves the pain, but it also shuts down the body and it helps and it keeps your body from fighting the way it's supposed to, right? And it's so high, like, 
Of course, you ain't going to have no movement. Of course, you ain't going to be um, alert and vigilant. So it's easy for somebody to stay oh, there on their last leg. You didn't drug them up. So even if we're looking for them to be responsive, we can't because they're induced with drugs. It just doesn't make sense. It just really made me look at things in a different way. And I know y'all have not heard me talk like this on my podcast, but I am so passionate about this. And I don't even take drugs. But the fact of the matter is that it breaks God's heart and that... I do know people who have taken drugs or who are addicted to pain medications because of what they've been exposed to prematurely. That burdens me and that breaks my heart. And it just caused me to just go to war in the spiritual realm for the things that people all around the world are facing. Just because I'm not personally faced with it and I don't deal with it doesn't mean that I'm not burdened for people who can't seem to get out of this cycle of illusion of this is what of this is what's making me feel better like I absolutely do not agree anyway I um still yeah so my grandma they was giving her morphine or whatever and I went through that whole spiel and that's how I'm like you know the revelation is it's not making you better it's depleting you even more and I remember my mom you know how you talking to your parent and for me I was like I know my mama but I really don't know my mama you know so I started asking those tough questions like hey ma like you know because she was starting she's getting older she's going to the doctor and I'm like okay is there anything you're allergic to like you know if you pass away what do you want you know don't nobody really want to have those conversations but you need to have those conversations like it's the reality we live and we die you know what I'm saying and she was like, don't give me anything, you know, morphine, codeine related because I'm allergic to it. And I'm thinking like, okay. But now, even when I was looking at this, I had like, okay, let me not go so fast. Let me bring this back a little bit so I can make it as clear as possible so that you can understand. Because I know what I'm trying to say, but I want to make sure you understand it. I love y'all. So I want y'all to know. So... I had went to the dentist, right? And you know how they take out your wisdom tooth and they be giving you Tylenol coating. Y'all, my body was rejecting it. Like, they put the little uh, medicine in me or whatever for, like, the to numb the pain or whatever. And then they gave me these pills. So when I took the pills, I'm telling y'all, my heart started racing real fast. Like, I started getting hot. Like, I was just, I was just... I don't know, my body was just doing something they never did before. And I literally thought, like, I was about to die. You know what I'm saying? So I had to tell the dentist, like, these pills, I never had these pills before. And my body is not uh, receiving them. So I stopped taking them. So I then called my mama, and I, I was telling my mama. And she was like, what did you have? And I'm like, the Tylenol codeine. She's like, Brittany, you cannot have that. I can't have codeine. And your body is very similar to mine. like, your body rejects it. You cannot have it. So now when I go to the doctor and they're like, what are you allergic to? I tell them, please do not give me anything coding or morphine related because my body is rejecting it. And now I know that it's a safety guard from the, the Holy Spirit because this drug kills you, you know, and God truly know the long term effects and short term effects of the drug. So I am grateful that God did not allow my body to be immune to something that is harmful or deadly, which goes you know, with the word of the Lord, he said, you know, I will let no hurt, harm or danger come near you. You know what I'm saying? And even if it do touch your, you know, touch your dwelling, meaning your body, 
even though I did take the pill, it will not have the capacity to take me out because of the authority of God over my life. You know, and I might be a little deep for some of y'all, but that's the reality of it. And that's how my mind works in full circle. Like, thank you, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And even that, even to go a little deeper, I have a history with some of my family members doing drugs being addicted to drugs so the fact that god didn't allow me to be um consumed with drugs or it be my vice or it be my go-to or me be exposed to it you know is a protection as well because i'm a generational curse breaker so i'm gonna break the generational curse of when we are hurt or when we in pain or when we're frustrated we going to drugs like you know what i'm saying no that would not be a part of my bloodline or the bloodline coming after me i will plead the blood of jesus to the day i die you know like we're not doing that and i'm just so grateful of like how god stops the negative traits the negative behaviors in the bloodline and if you haven't done that level of extent history or evaluation of your family your intimate and your extended family that's something i feel that you should look into you don't have to take my advice i'm just sharing my advice the way i think my wisdom with y'all okay now let's get into i have two more points so let's get into the ways drugs are accessible so they deem this the drug market the black market which is not getting the drugs through the medical but getting them on the streets right word of mouth you know, through family, through friends. And sometimes you can get it through family because it's like, oh, what's going on with you? Your back hurt? Oh, let me give you these pills that hurt my back. Oh, I had that that procedure done again. Let me give you these pills. Then you get the pills, right? You don't really know what you're taking. And then you get addicted to it. They ain't do it in a, um, with an evil connotation behind it. They did it with, oh, let me try to help. But then that help can be detrimental. So you have to use wisdom in those moments. You know what I'm saying? And then... Also, apparently, strangers, right? When you have a common vice, you know, let's use cigarettes, for example. They be like, hey, you got a squill? Hey, I get, I, you know what I'm saying? God give you 25 cents for a squill. Or, uh, hey, you rolling up? Hey, you got some weed? So then you taking weed from strangers that you don't know. But because y'all have the same vice and y'all have the same battle, it's like we have a commonality to share in this moment right? That's just like somebody who is struggling with abandonment and you begin to be their friend or you begin to date them. The real substance, the real root issue of that relationship is we both struggle with abandonment and that spirit that is lingering, lingering over us is what's drawing us together. Y'all, it's deep around these parts. Like, it's just deep. I'm sorry if it's a little overwhelming for y'all, but I have to break it down. Anyway, let's move past that. Um, but the drugs are like accessible because of the common vice, right? Then you have these apps. It's an app for everything. So if you want drugs at your door, low key, they probably have like a delivery service that could do that for you or like a meetup. I'm not really in the industry, but I know that it's possible based on what you see in the movies and literally like, oh, you know what? I did have an actual natural example of that. I was sitting at um, Chick-fil-A maybe a couple weeks ago and while I was there, this dude pulled out, a, um, he ate or whatever, and then he pulled out like this silver and clear package, and it had like two different pills in it. So I was like, God, what is that? And he was like, it's an anxiety pill, but he don't know where he got it from. So he's trusting that the fact that it is an anxiety pill. So I'm looking at him, and I'm like, what you doing over there? You know, he like, oh, He's like, I didn't even think nobody saw me. He's like, yeah, I'm just taking these anxiety pills I just got from this boy. And I'm like, hmm, 
Okay. And as soon as he popped the pill, I'm like, Jesus, take the wheel. Be with that man. Because you trust in it, you know, it's the pill that you ask for, but there are synthetic pills. There are versions of pills that look real and it's something else. And just because you think that everybody have good intentions, that is not the reality that we are living in. Do you understand me? Everybody's trying to get a dollar out of something. Everybody's trying to do something. Everybody's trying to get something. Use wisdom, y'all. Okay, thank you, Holy Spirit, for that reminder. Okay, and then one of the last ways you can, um, drugs are accessible that I just want to mention. There's probably more, but these are the few that I had listed. Mm, Excuse me. Is you find them. You find them. You find them at your friend's house. You find them stuck in stuff, old purses, old bags, underneath stuff, old pill bottles, at your family member's house that you may be visiting or a friend or a stranger or you're, you're a guest to somebody at their home or in their car, wherever. Or, you know what I mean? You just find them and you just get the excess. You have access to them. And one of the things was, you know, and I was watching this documentary, it was more Caucasian white people than there was testimony of black people. But it was just like, dang, like my daughter went to this party. We was just talking about all these goals and excited for her new adventure, her new summer, all these things she was going to be doing. Then she took a pill and that was the end of her life. One. And what they were telling me was like the fentanyl. Well, the like the opiates, the fentanyl uh, specifically at, um, all you need is a tiny bit. And they were saying, like, when you, you know, handle drugs, people have to wear these masks and be super covered up. They have to have those, um, you know, uh, what is it called? EPE? PPE? Whatever. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Where you have to cover your whole body up and so you won't be exposed to the drug because it could kill you just being exposed to it. So even a little bit, like a little tiny slither of that being in a pill well, in your life? Are you kidding me? No. Y'all, we have to be smarter. We have to be wiser. Okay, so I want to give y'all some resources. And then I literally want to pray for people who may be battling this, who may come across my podcast. Like, this is raw, relatable, unfiltered, honest conversation. It's called Raw Talks TV, where the people connect to the story. Okay? This is real life. And I really want to hear y'all feedback. Like, literally, I'm going to post like a snippet of this on my Instagram at Raw Talks TV. All one word. And y'all let me know if this bless y'all. But definitely share for sure. I need to see the views. Okay. I need to see the listener views go up on this particular one. So here's the resources. www.hhs.gov slash opioids. Then you have is O-P-I-O-I-D-S. Then you have the DEA.gov slash one pill. Um, and I know this particular organization, which I was talking about, that had a national take back campaign that was held, was held on April 22nd for use prescription drugs. So like it was a place where you could go and dump all your pills that you don't use no more, that you just got in your medicine cabinets to hinder people from having access to these drugs that could potentially kill them by overdosing and one of the other facts that i want to say is they was talking about these recovery reset what is it recovery recovery resource council and they was talking about how like you can go to these drug treatment places which cost thousands of dollars that's why a lot of people don't even go to recovery um because it costs so much and i understand why in america i don't know about no other country 
But why here in America we always have to pay for things that make us better? <laughs> That's stupid. The hospital, the dentist, the recovery places. Why are we always paying for things that make us better? But we have access to the things so easily that don't make us better. What? It is a cold, cold world out here. That's why I'd be like, God, give me the gift of healing so that I can just heal people from whatever that is they're going through. Not I, but the spirit of the Lord in me, which gives me power and dominion over this earth and the things in this earth to heal people. I just want to walk up to people and like be like, I rebuke that spirit out of you. Get it, come up out of them. And then they no longer have the addiction. Or I walk past somebody in a wheelchair and I say, get up and walk like Jesus did. Take up your bed and walk. And they just start walking. Like, I want to be a walking miracle worker. You know, touch, touch, touch me, Jesus. You know, and y'all are proof that I ask the Lord for this. Because I ask all the time. But because y'all listen to this podcast, y'all are like physical proof that she said this on this day. That this is what, what anointing and what power and authority she want to walk in for the glory of the Lord. Not for me, for God. Because this is what burdens the, the heart of God. And it also burdens me when I see it. Because I don't think we should be walking this world with no type of infirmity, illness, sickness, and or disease. We're supposed to be living life and life more abundantly. Let me get off my soapbox. Okay, y'all. So, um, I just want to make y'all aware that. Let me pray for the people who may be dealing. Father God, I just thank you, Jesus. I thank you for the listeners, oh God, the viewers, Lord Father God, who have decided to just listen all the way through to this point, oh God. I just lifting up right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray for salvation over anybody who does not know your name. Anybody who wants to believe in Christ. Who, people who have believed and have backslid in Lord Father God. Let them come to you now. In the mighty name of Jesus, I ask, Lord Father God, that you come into their heart and that you save them, Lord Father God. And they that recognize that Jesus died on the cross for their sins and that he rose from the dead on the third day. And I pray for faith to understand this journey of Christianity and um, the spiritual growth in you and maturity in Jesus name. But we lift up every addiction right now in the name of Jesus, whether it's a substance abuse, Lord Father God. Some type of vice, some type of sexual um, bondage, Lord Father God. Any bondage that is not like you, that is hindering them from the fullness of their identity, Lord Father God, in this earth. We bind it in the name of Jesus and we lose your power to it. We lose your authority to it in the name of Jesus, oh God. And we pray, Lord Father God, that they will no longer be addicted to the things that could kill them, Lord Father God. That they will no longer, they will kill them naturally and or spiritually and or mentally or cause them a physical impairment, Lord Father God. So we just ask, Lord Father God, for wisdom and understanding and knowledge and strength. For you said, in our weaknesses, you are made strong. So I decree and declare in the name of Jesus, they are strong from this day forward. And they choose to live a better life. They choose to lay down every fleshly thing, everything that does not please you, Lord Father God. So I pray, Lord Father God, that they will have the support that they need. That they will have the resources and the finances to get themselves better. In Jesus' holy name, we pray. Amen. All right, Raw Talks TV. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning into my unique podcast. And I hope that you will return. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Make sure that you follow us on YouTube at Lenore the Light, as well as IG at Raw Talks TV. Y'all run this podcast up. I love y'all. Bye.